Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Are you tired of spinning in circles? Of course you are. I observe that every day out there. People just walking around in circles. More and more and more. Like a merry-go-round, except it's not a happy time. But today's weather makes it better, does it not? You noticed how a day or two ago when the Santa Ana's blew hard and hot, you felt not so good, right? That's right. Lots of people can't take. They hate those Santa Ana's. Some people love the Santa Ana's. Most people don't like them. And, of course, we know in my neck of the woods all about the Santa Ana's, how they irritate the liver. How if the liver is partly fibrosed and the biliary ducts are stuck and people are high pitta and there are lots of fire and they're born with fire signs, the total effect on someone like that of a hot, dry wind, especially if you're out in Palm Desert, say, or Lancaster or Palm Springs, the combined effect of all of that could cause a stroke. A hemorrhagic stroke. In other words, you pop a blood vessel. You go liver fire. You explode into a cauldron of volcanic ash. I'm not kidding you. That's the way a real doctor thinks. Point being, everybody's got an environment or a terrain that's best for them and worst for them. And you have to factor this in. If you're part of the many millions that are in mass exodus today. Thousands and thousands of people are fleeing the cities into the suburbs, and we're playing tic-tac-toe across the United States, if not the globe. And so you're looking for another place to live. You're living in Escondido, and you're on your way to South Carolina. You're living in San Francisco, and you're on your way to Chicago. You're in Chicago on your way to Texas. We're playing tic-tac-toe with our future for very good reasons, unless you want to live in beautiful downtown San Francisco with Nancy and the rest of those heathens. Everybody's moving. You have to really get in tune with that. That your makeup, the way you are molecularly structured, has a magnetic field that is either in alignment with the earth, the place you move, or it's not. This is big. It's really big. It's bigger than any of these herbal concerns that you have. It defines, it defines more of what you call your health and your future than anything. But that's just the introduction to the show today. I want to get into organ failure. The liver, the kidney, the heart, the brain. 
I don't want to do a show on each of them. I want to do a show on all of them because they have so much in common with each other. And the first thing I want to point out is whether it's liver, kidney, heart, or brain, in very powerful medical paradigms, Vedic medicine, Chinese medicine, so on and so forth, in fact, all medicine, understands that when you say liver, like your liver's in failure, it's on its way, or your kidney is on its way to renal failure, or your heart is in congestive heart failure, or your brain is rotting out and you don't know who you are anymore only half the time. Each of those organs is not an organ. It's a metaphor for many things. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that if you're talking about your liver, because your liver is on its way out, because you drank too much or you had hep C, or your kidney's on its way out for reasons no one can tell you, but we know it because your filtration rate, which you assay every month, is going lower and lower and lower. And now the number is under 50, and it's under 40, and now it's in the 30s, and you're smelling dialysis or kidney transplant. If your organ systems are headed towards failure, one of the nuances of therapy is that the liver is not just the liver. The liver is also the eye. The liver is also the tendons. They're the same organ. The liver is also the emotion anger. The liver is also the emotion repressed anger. The liver does hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of things. That we would characterize the liver as just the liver and not all the things the liver affects that has deep reciprocity with is crazy. It's narrow. It's myopic. It's ineffective. So I'll give you an example. Somebody goes to an eye doctor because they have a problem with their eye. Their optic pressures are rising, suggestive of glaucoma. And you get on the phone with the eye doctor the MD, and say he's from some prestigious university or medical school like Harvard, and you tell the eye doctor, listen, this guy's going to detach his retina again because he's blowing smoke out of his liver because it's fatty and it's burning and he has gallstones, and I don't care what you do to patch the retina up, he's going to tear it down again. And the medical doctor listens to you like, man... You must be on drugs. What the heck does the liver and the eye have to do with each other? Do I not only have to be an eye surgeon, but also a liver surgeon? Do I need to study another organ outside the eye itself? Now, I could go on for hours like that. The kidney. If your kidney's going downhill and you need a knee replacement, and you get that knee replacement, and you lose flexion of the knee, as you will, and a lot of it, as you will, you're going to lose your kidneys. Because in other medicines, Vedic, Chinese, in fact, all 
of the older medicines. The knee and the kidney are the same thing. Now, you got to wrap yourself around that one because unless you really, really understand a lot, this makes no sense. And if you've been trained myopically or focally, you know, I only know about the knee. And in the knee, I only know about how to do one or two surgeries of the knee. And anything else I forgot 30 years ago, if you're like that, and most are, to say, hey, you're going to replace a knee on a guy whose kidney's on his way out, you'll put the nail in the coffin of the kidney. Why don't you try to rehab the knee? So I just went liver eye, I did kidney knee. And you can go on and on and on like this. You can basically say that someone died of a broken heart. Now, that's an old fish tale, right? Oh, Mary, she died of a broken heart. Her husband died of a broken heart. The doctor said it was cardiomyopathy. The doctor said it was the end stage after three heart attacks. But I know Mary died of a broken heart. You see, we say that like a fish tale, like a fairy tale, like a wives' tale. But, you see, we don't consider that the nerve plexus, the nerve plexus between the brain and the heart, causes a magnetic field. And if that magnetic field is disturbed because someone's heart is broken, it will have a physiological consequence. So you'll blow a valve, or you'll have a full-blown cardiomyopathy, or you'll have a vasospasm and a heart attack. So these connections are there. This is why it just stuns me when people come in and they go, I'm interested in my liver. I'd like to only talk about my liver. What about your eyes? What about your rage? What about everything else? Your emotional life? What about bile flow? What about stretching your tendons? No, no, no. I'm only here to talk about my liver. What can you give me for the liver? Why do you want something for the liver? Because my doctor said my liver is almost in cirrhosis and they can't do anything for me. What can you do for my liver? And you try to give people a broader perspective and they're already closed off to it. What possibly could a flexibility program done correctly, and of course, if you know me, you know that's questionable. By the way, well, I'll tell you that later. What could stretching the tendons possibly have to do to the liver? The entire foundation of Eastern medicine, Chinese, Vedic, and otherwise, is based on connections like that. And you may nod your head and say, yeah, that's interesting. I get that. Oh. But then if you tell people, go spend some serious money on learning to stretch to get out of potential liver failure, or go to your surgeon and find an alternative about a knee surgery so that you'll save your kidney, then you see people don't nod their head. They fight you. They get nervous. The complexity of things just takes them over. Why isn't it easy? It ought to be black and white. You know, like you're 60, 65 years old and one thing you know about life after all these years 
is life is black and white. You see? People are smoking, man. They're smoking the stuff. Because when it comes to the moment of truth where they have to apply their wisdom, they check out. They revert to all those idiotic, mundane, low consciousness ways of looking at the world that just don't align themselves with that very person's experience in life. Things are never black and white. Nothing is that simple. If it is, it's sitting on the tip of your nose and you're not seeing it because you've insisted that it's not simple, paradoxically. So the bottom line is, if you're an organ failure, liver, kidney, heart, or brain, there's lots of ways to help that extensively. What I do personally is I let the medical doctors do their little focal piece, and then I fix everything around it, if you let me. If you let me. If you can grab onto it. So if you come to me for something, and your doctor's got something they're doing for your heart, your brain, your liver, or your kidney, what I do is weave this nuanced web around the organ to support everything your doctor does, and we all live happily ever after. And it works. It works much better. And that's if you even need what allopathic medicine has to offer. Because a lot of times, if you're going towards renal failure, there's nothing they can do. And it's the same thing for kidney failure, for, for, for liver, and so on and so forth. So a lot of times you're really out there in the cold. And of course, to emphasize the point, it's never about the organ only. It's about all the tributaries of the organ. Regenerating an organ is feasible, viable. It's done. It happens. But you've got to understand there's reciprocities with other systems in the body that have to come into alignment or it doesn't work. All right, good. I think you got that. I feel really good about that. Now, when you put these things to work, things you have to do, those things you have to do have to be done correctly. And this brings up an important point. If you're pushing towards renal failure, better yet, liver failure, and somebody says... You've got to cleanse the liver. You can't just go through the motions. You have to see bile, B-I-L-E, in the toilet. It has to smell like bile. You have to get stoned after you release that waste product from your body. And when you bend down to touch your tippy toes, you have to feel like your tendons have newborn flexibility. And if you don't feel those changes, feel those changes, emphasize on the word feel, then you didn't do the liver flush. You didn't do the coffee enema for the liver. You didn't do the olive oil flush for the liver. You went through the motions of it, but you didn't do it. And the result, you won't like. The result, then, you won't like. And the people watching you stick tubes up your rectum and drinking 
vats of olive oil will feel justified when they laugh at you. And when your husband says, why did you waste his money on these idiotic things to help your liver get out of liver failure or not end up in liver failure, the person spending the money will feel very annoyed because you won't have a response that you can bank on because you just went through the motions because nobody told you what you're supposed to feel. Now, you can extend this point. If you can get that point, that's good. You can extend this point to everything you do. I have about 150, 200, maybe 300 things like that. Things like what you're supposed to feel to tell you if you're doing it right. So you know, otherwise you get lost in the labyrinth. And that, of course, is a work in progress for me because I'm always trying to teach you how to know where you're at along the way without spending a ton of dough. A ton. Some you have to spend. But, you know, the spending money thing is interesting because people don't mind spending money, but they hate not getting value for their dollar. There's a difference. If people say to me, I don't have the money... I say you have the money. You just don't think that money's going to be well spent. And if you observe people and how they spend money, myself included, spending money that I might not even have, as long as I get value, I get to look at what I spent it on, and I feel, okay, I took a risk. I spent money, but I chose wisely, and I got my return or more than my return on that money. If you spend $1,000 and you get back $2,000 worth of wisdom, you made money. you got to wrap your head around that. That's why when I do these seminars, I tell people to spend the 150 bucks Because I know the seminar will deliver. And it's all designed to make sure it delivers more and more and more. Now, the December 12th seminar is almost sold out. It was great. I just gave it to my two classes, and it's already almost booked. So proud of that. We did a seminar last Sunday. The next one's December 12th. And the one we did last Sunday, it was a life changer. It was a life changer for me. To hear that many people tell me, you know, Medici, this show helps me. And I thank all of you who spoke up, and you know who you are. Because I don't know. People that come into my office are too sick to even listen to the radio. So when you do a seminar, you meet people that you don't know, that you've never seen, that are not under your care. And they tell you, this really helps me. So I want to say thank you to those people, because... It's an inspiration, and you have to be driven by your inspiration when you do what I do. Because you're up against the devil. The devil wants you to die young on lots of meds. The devil wants you to give up your dream. The devil wants you to do lots of things that are just putrid and horrifying. 
and there is a devil. I used to be into analytic theory and Freud and Reich and Jung and the rest of it, and still am, but the bottom line is summed up in a nutshell. I think the Christians, and I'll, I'll say that speaking as one, we got it right. Chalk it off to the devil, man. You know, all the mommy-daddy talk you do, well, it's not a bad thing to do, and it brings understanding, but in the end, it just comes down to the devil wants you hurt. Not even dead. Hurt. Incapacitated. And so you, when you work in that context, you say, and you do a radio show, you know, I don't do talk radio in the sense of talking to people about their stuff. And the reason I don't do that is because people call in, they don't have a clue. I have an audience that listens. And people calling in, it's going to slow the show down. That's why I just do it like this. I'd love to do the talk thing in a sense, but that's going to reduce the quality of the content. If you're new to the show, welcome. Listen to the shows. Get on the website, straighttalk.cc. There's 547 shows. Listen to them. It's so rewarding to me to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that have listened to a lot of shows. I have people who listen to the shows, tape the shows, listen to the shows again, memorize the shows. And that was the idea in the design. Now, we always have one or two spaces left. I think we've got 26. I only have room for 28. And I'm only doing one more seminar on the natural laws of health. I want you to learn the laws of health. The law. You know what the law is? You throw something up and it comes down. That's a law. It always works. It never doesn't work. If you stuff enough laws into the treasure chest, guess what? You're going to get the job done. So if you're in some stage of early to mid-range liver failure, if your GFR is down under 50, even under 40, if your heart has an injection fraction under 50 into the 40s and you're already on the drugs, if your brain is on the blink, and you may not know who you are because it's the brain, but you get my point. If any of those things are true, there's a lot of things you can do, but they don't necessarily come down to what do I do for my brain? What do I do for my liver? What do I do for my kidney? What does stretching have to do for my kidney? What does stretching behind the knee have to do for my kidney? You see? What does opening up the bile ducts have to do for my brain? There's so much interaction in this myriad in this, I mean, the number of cells in your body are talking to each other at all times, back and forth, up and down, in and out. And you can't just focus on one thing. This is ridiculous. And yet it's what you have been fed, spoon-fed from the day you were born. If you have a problem with the liver, go to the doctor of the liver, kidney, heart brain. It's called specialization. We have become so over-specialized now, we can't produce genius anymore. 
There's no such thing as genius. We're not making the Einsteins. We're not making the Teslas. Not, we're not making the Newtons. We're not making the Renaissance men. We're not making the Galileos. We're making specialists. And all those IQ points are being sequestered into the corners in corporations with no windows, no sun, no air, nothing but fluorescent light and microwaves to make sure that your genius is reduced to tasking. You just do tasks. The Teslas of today are working at Google in the basement. And that's the way it is. And if there's anybody that wants that, that way, you know who that is. It's the devil. Or Joe Biden, whichever comes first. Or Marx. Or these types. But I won't get political. So this specialization thing, as it relates to organ failure, you got to get it out of your head. Because if you knew nothing, if you know nothing, if you really are ignorant about health, and you get some bad news, like within a year or two, you're going to need a kidney transplant, and you're willing to build health, boy, have you saved yourself a lot of grief. If you're willing to build health. See, as people suffer, and you suffer with liver problems, and you suffer with kidney problems, and you suffer with heart issues, and you suffer with brain type of issues. As they suffer, invariably, they sit down and they go, what is that? And they want to get down to exactly what is that in that organ, in that moment that's making them suffer. And if you tell them something to do, that's only in reciprocity. Like, what's wrong with your liver is you didn't stretch your tendon. What's wrong with your eye is you didn't clean the bile out of your liver. What's wrong with your kidney is, is that your upper cervical spine's not in alignment or that your blood glucose is running too high. Or that your blood glucose is running too high because you're insulin deficient and it has nothing to do with your diet. If you give people any myriad of explanation when they're in pain something in them wants to focus on that tiny little speculum of inquiry and that is why they fail to be holistic is not to do that all right time's up 714-850-1007 714-850-1007 I don't care what you're dealing with. If your slate is clean and you want to get on the right track, make the commitment and start working because that's what God wants and that's what you want and that's what I want. That aside, ta-ta. I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.